now for our regular segment. Who's Who's invoking invoking the Holocaust Holocaust now? At Trafe Podcast, we're a pretty generous bunch. We're trying to do good. We're trying to help people. So I have a little piece of advice today. Unless you're quoting a raging anti-Semite, try to avoid using the phrase to the ovens when referencing the, quote, Jews. Um, Alongside phrases like protocols of the elders of Zion and global domination, there's really just no good that can come out of saying the phrase to the ovens next to the Jews. Nevertheless, Mike Huckabee, probably the most popular Republican who's courting the fundamentalist Christian vote, did not take our advice. Yeah, so Mike Huckabee, with an interview with someone on Breitbart Radio, was talking about the Iran deal and talking about how it was a stupid idea. He had talked to Obama and he said... He, Obama, will take the Israelis and march them to the door of the oven. This is the most idiotic thing, this Iran deal. Yeah, and this has got a lot of press. Pretty much all of the the United States mainstream media has been attacking him for this, of how he's gone too far. The Israeli government has actually come out and said, no, that's too much. Our our comrades at the ADL condemned him. The Anti-Defamation League. Thank you, David. And so this has just been a huge media item for the past several weeks now. He's gone on he's gone on all the morning talk shows, uh, refusing to apologize, actually doubling down he on He has doubled and tripled and quadrupled down. He does the my best friends are Jews. I've gone to Auschwitz. He is using every line in the book. So second piece of advice, don't do that when people call you out for invoking the Holocaust. To be fair, some of the most extreme right-wing Zionist groups in the United States have supported him in it because he's actually not saying anything differently from the rest of the march against the Iran deal. He just used language that was a little bit beyond what the rest of the groups have been using so far. That's a very fair distinction that the language is a little different, but the idea behind it is pretty much the same. But this isn't the first time by any means that Huckabee has done this. No, you're right. I'm not going to list all of them. I think we're going to put them up on the website. Yeah, a lot. But he basically compares the Holocaust to abortion. Yeah, this pretty much the past 10 years, he's been saying something like this about once a year. So we'll put it up online. You can take a look at it. But in, in contrast to this instance where he said this and he was attacked by the institutions of the Jewish community in the United States... Stephen Blaney, the Canadian Minister of Public Safety, who was a who was a who was from Sherbrooke, Quebec, uh, a few months ago, in defending Bill C fifty one, a supposed anti terrorism bill that was introduced by the Conservative government to expand the powers of Canadian security agencies and policing, and which basically has the effect of targeting Muslim and Arabic speaking communities. Um, he said in the House of Commons, "quote The Holocaust did not begin in the gas chamber; it began with words." So the words that he's talking about are what he calls the promotion of terrorism and from what he calls a jihadist threat. These words are essentially any words that the Canadian government perceives as promoting terrorism. Now, this is part of a bigger crackdown on Muslim communities in Canada, and it's something that we've been talking about on several episodes before this. But when questioned about it, Stephen Blaney didn't back down. And the institutions of the Jewish community remained silent. There was no attack. This was not in the press very much. In fact, the only article that talked about it, I think, was an op-ed in the Toronto Star condemning him for it. Yeah. And unfortunately, this invoking of the Holocaust continued in and has continued in all of the discussions about Iran. Yeah. Like in that 200-person demonstration that we were talking about in Toronto outside the U.S. consulate, Pastor Charles McVetty, the national chair of Christians United for Israel, the place that... Frank Diamond Networks, said, We are here to say no. A generation ago, Christians were silent in the face of the massacre of the Jewish people. Christians have learned that we must not be silent again. Then, after 
invoking Winston Churchill's warning that Germany should have been confronted when it was weak, McVetty said, we now have a world making a similar mistake. Yeah, this entirely goes against the fact that it was Christians who killed Jews during that period and very much ignores the long, long history of Christians killing Jews in Europe. The other thing I would just like to add before ending is that beyond the fact that it's dangerous to invoke the Holocaust left, right, and center, there is, I think, a theoretical question about identifying the Holocaust as the pinnacle of bad things that have happened. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think the thing that I want to point out with the examples we're using today is that it seems like in certain situations, uh, at least from the perspective of the Jewish community, it is very okay to invoke the Holocaust in a very crass and a very watered down way. This is okay when you're invoking it toward the extent of repression against Muslim communities. If you're doing it for any other purpose, or even perhaps if you're doing it a little too sloppily toward that purpose, then it's not okay. And I think that this way of utilizing the Holocaust is completely exploitative. And when people on the left are actually using very nuanced discussions that make associations, for example, between the conditions in Gaza and between ghettos in Nazi Germany, that is anti-Semitic. But when Stephen Blaney invokes the Holocaust to encourage the repression of Muslim communities, that is a great example of a government we should support as Jewish people. 